mind truth through rational way because I don't know the way of the heart in this in this kind. I don't know it. Yes. Programming all this is, is so hard. I, yeah. I, I think, think, and uh, not having nobody to talk with it, and just with the books, it, it sometimes I I feel that I deceive myself. Okay. In, 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 yes, and there is the ego, and uh, it's screaming, and, and I, I see this, and uh, perhaps I need someone to talk with about this because who had the experience? Yes. With, with all this. Yes. And uh, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I wrote one day in the, in the YouTube "Pathless Path," and and you appeared in the screen, and, and I saw all the all, all the all the films. Yes. And through that, I have I have seen uh, Papa G. Yes. And, and in, in in Papa G, uh, I was watching the, the Papa G, and uh, I don't know. It, for me, it was he was speaking through through me, and. Yes. Uh, it, it, it was so so much powerful and so much love that it, I, I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't and um, and then I um, I <laughs> it's just uh, I, I don't know if, if I was deceiving myself when I was watching and believing in, in, in psychological time that through somebody I will find myself, perhaps I, I don't know this. I, if I don't have the experience, I, I don't know what is it. I don't know what to expect. Perhaps okay. it's something. And, and then and, uh, all the knowledge is coming and then sometimes I believe that the knowledge is, is, is it's a barrier. It's obstacle. It's, it keeps me back. Yes. From 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 what I, from what I because the main point is to be comfortable to, with yourself, with myself all the time, and uh, being able to to share. And I think that that's that that's it. I think so. When you say to be comfortable with yourself, huh? Yes. Um, mm. Yes, it, it has to be um, that one becomes really to be comfortable with oneself means to when you are effortlessly comfortable yes. because then you know I don't have to do something to be this. It, it simply is. If I have to do something to be this, it cannot be natural for me. If I have to do, it cannot be natural for me. Yes. If I have to do something to be what I am. So I, I am trying to put it across to you in the way that it, it, it is for me. In the most simple way. The most simple way. Because uh, there was a time when you were not thinking about how to be. You simply yes. were yourself, whatever that is. And then somehow through... Uh, education or conditioning or society or family or whatever it is, uh, education, what we read, we came with the idea that something is missing and that we need to be something else. And sometimes it, it is that we are already 
picking up so many ideas about ourselves and who we are. Usually this is what happened. We have already picked up a lot of ideas about how we should be, what we should be, what we should become, all of this thing. And it just creates inwardly a sense of dissatisfaction. Yes. And also a sort of a noise inside. Because it's just like thoughts running around in your head. And then we are trying to put a lot of energy to try and understand these thoughts or to get rid of them. So this is a, a, a situation that many people, they find themselves in this type of experience and this kind of state. <coughs> and some like yourself, you, you, some people, they go to see a psychiatrist. Some people go to so many different ways. But I like your approach because, I don't know, you... you, you you somehow have contacted me. And so yes. there must already be some affinity. There must be something that 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 you can relate to through the association of what I am speaking about. So I am yes. confident about that. And I'm happy to share with you that what you are searching for is very simple and it's already right where you are. It's already right where you are. But it's not something that your mind can just reach out and get because it is not a thing that the mind can can control or receive. What happens is that uh, we are so much identified with our thoughts. Yes. And what I would like to uh, remind you is that you are not your thoughts. Yes. Even beautiful thoughts you are not them. Ugly thoughts, you are not them. You see? Uh, even even enlightening thoughts, you are not this thing. The best thing that a thought can do is to serve as a reflection for you to recognize what is here already. Yes. This is what I'm pointing. So, there is already uh, a, a perfection in you. What you're searching for is something that the mind can pretend to have and to give you, but it cannot give that to you. When you believe in the mind, in the thoughts, then in a way, what happens is that you have turned away from yourself in a way. Yes. So, you are the one, because without you, the mind has no power, because you are the one who is aware of the mind. It's not that the mind is aware of you, it's you who are aware of the mind. Yes. Because mind effectively means only thought. And a thought cannot think itself. It is yes. just something that arises and some power from yourself either believes in that thought or identifies with that thought and then the thought becomes a kind of an experience or something. Yes. So, I, I realize this sometimes as well that um, when a thought comes and um, sometimes that I did identify myself with it, yes. and uh, um, uh, now slowly, slowly, I don't know, I, I become more aware of, of this, of, of this tendency. And, uh, I hope, yes, uh, this is what I want to, to be aware of this, and yes. uh, there is a the, yeah, identify, and um, perhaps only this is just enough to make it disappear 
because um, before a week ago it, it was like it was too much and yes. uh, uh, what happens to me once like in, in one and a half months ago I, I couldn't I didn't know who I was I didn't I was I was sweating and I had like a panic attack and uh, and uh, I didn't know who, who, who I was Sometimes, and, uh, sometimes I, I spent my, 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 through this time to heal that situation because I, I felt lost. Yes, the the, the was the, the ego and myself was was very dark. It was the dark night. It was yes. For the first time, it was this was, uh, and that and that day I I, I rejected. Uh, everything I have read, everything I, I was trying to pray and I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't, but not, not even for, for, I was trying to, to start and then I, I couldn't finish it from the fear of it. Yes. And it happens for the first time and I don't know, I'm trying to heal from that. I don't know. I would like to say something to you that sometimes these experiences that happen, like, like the one you're telling me about now, they're not altogether so bad. Because sometimes they they really drive drive you drive your mind and your attention um, into a place where it becomes so desperate that you have either going to become mad or you will discover who you are. Sometimes it's it's a bit like this, you know. Because you know, you said that for for that time when your mind was going crazy with these uh, thoughts with these panic attacks, you didn't know yes. who you. You didn't know who you are. Yes. Okay, so what I wanted to ask you, when you didn't have the panic attacks, did you know who you are? No. No. You see? So what happens is that, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for your honesty, because what happened is that when the people feel that they knew who they were, it means that they only knew who they think they are as an ego. Yes. And, but when you said, I really had this panic attack and I really didn't know who I am, it's like the panic attack really heightened, strengthened your um, your confusion in a way, your, your lack of real understanding of who you are. And that sometimes uh, will be a trigger to actually go more deeply into the recognition of what you really are. Yes. Because sometimes we don't know who we are, but we don't care about that. We are okay, you know, you just go along in life. You have a sense of an identity. You know where you live. You know you know who your parents are. You know your name and so on. And it's like enough. Nobody's going to find out that you are a little bit confused and nothing. So we don't have, we don't take anything more from that. But when you've had an experience like what you've talked about, and I would like to tell you that many people who have really rediscovered the truth about themselves, have gone through exactly the same kind of experience that you went through. Yes. So I'm saying this because I, I don't want you to, to panic about that, like that was like really bad luck or something. Yes. Somehow there is an urge inside you for freedom. And the urge for freedom sometimes can bring experiences to you that may not taste very good, but they, they are, they're like powerful um, energetic shifts inside your consciousness to help you to speed up your 
uh, realization and your recognition of the truth. You see? So I'm saying this only for you to not put your mind to worry about these things. Because sometimes why you have come to search for truth is not because your life is full of chocolates and beautiful, sweet uh, uh, experiences. Sometimes it is because some something is something um, has been struggling uh, to uh, um, be completely comfortable in this world only from the place of the ego. So yes. it must be that something is already inside you, and this is how it often plays out. That when the consciousness is no more interested only in the outer world, it wants to rediscover itself again. Okay. So I just want to say this and I want to leave this aside for the moment. Now I want to come back to another point. You are aware when your mind is very loud or when it's very quiet, there's awareness of of the of the intensity or the the state of the mind. You are aware of your mind in its yes. different states. You are the one who watches it, nobody else. You're aware of your feelings, your moods, your thoughts, emotion, your senses. You're the one that they all report to you because you are the witness of them. You see? Yes. You are not them, but they are connected to you. They are aspects of yourself. But none of them fully represent who you are. They are just your powers and your abilities. And when you come to understand yourself more more clearly they will be more in service to the truth that you are when we don't understand ourselves then these forces can appear to be in conflict with who we are when you know who you are then everything is moving harmoniously so the point i'm making is you are the one who is aware of your mind whether your mind is in a good state or in a in a poor state you are the witness of that as the witness if the mind is in a poor state if you observe this mind without identity the poor state of the mind does not affect you because you're only the witness and this is what you have to remember when you witness anything with detachment you remain unaffected by it you're only observing yes and you can continue observing your emotions, your senses, your thoughts, memories, desires, attachments. All of them only have a sense of reality or they can only appear because you are here to perceive them. So you are central to your world of perception. What tends to get in the way is that sometimes we are holding on to a kind of definition of who we are, which is shaped by conditioning, by popular culture and all of these things. And that is a poor and inadequate representation of what you are as truth. When you have the feeling of being, the feeling I am, that feeling I am is actually consciousness. It's not personal. The personal comes later when that consciousness, which is neither man nor woman, is neither Greek nor Caribbean nor English, has got no 
identity of such. It's just pure intelligence, a pure being. But as soon as that pure being manifests, and it needs the body to manifest, then identification arises with the body, and the beingness start to experience itself with identity, like I am this particular body. Yes, yes. You see? Now, this is a thought, and this is a thought that then develops into a kind of entity. <clears throat> but it is thought-based. But as I said before, no thought can exist without the being. The being is the greater part of it, because the being is the witness of the thought or the body or the senses. The greater part of this world, of this sense of entity that you think you are, is really consciousness. The lesser part is the person, which is only a construction or a modification of that consciousness. Uh, are you following me? I just want to just to. I'm, yes, I, I'm, 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 right. Yes. So I, I'm only <clears throat> trying to not to create anything, but just to kind of make things clear about what is already like it is. But it is usually being misinterpreted to be only a limitation of what it is. You are the consciousness witnessing your expression as a person. And this person always has some neurosis. It always has some likes and some dislikes. It has some identity crisis sometimes. It has desires and attractions and attachments. It has some dreams. It has, you know, all of that can only come into play when the beingness has identified itself as a person. Now, the person is what I would call a kind of role or a kind of uniform that the consciousness wears in order to appear to be the character that it's projected itself to be. Yes. You are only the consciousness. So if you look and you can observe the, the processes that happen in the mind in terms of the feelings, the thoughts, the sensations, the projections, and you learn to see them, but without identifying with them. And that takes a little bit of an exercise to do that, because the reflex and the habit is just to identify. And when you identify with your thoughts and, and, and your ego or personality, it's like you are you are reacting to the world around you, from already a limited place. Yes. You're not seeing from the true place. And yet this power to see all of that is already in you. It's just that somehow your your attention is starting from the place of the personality. Yes. But what is happening sometimes through intense emotional experiences that you had, like the that this type of uh, experience, which you call sort of, um, uh, what did you call this experience you had? Panic, attack. Panic attacks, for instance. You see, these experiences create a kind of shock in the psyche of your, of your being in a way. And helps you, you know, like maybe to be a bit more open to see from the true place. Because when you see without identification, it's like there is detachment. 
and you don't suffer. When you see from identification, like personal, when you, when you start to experience life as a person or personally, it's much more volatile, it's much more acidic. When you experience life as consciousness, there's more space. You see, everything is only appearing and disappearing. But you, the one who is seeing it, is not appearing and disappearing. You are the witness of the appearances and disappearances. So this power to observe with detachment is going to continue to, 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 to become stronger in you. And so there'll be, and so you don't lose your space, your inner space. Because the more you identify, it's like you bring a kind of claustrophobia into your being. When you don't identify, and you can see the, you can see so much advantage in not identifying. When you don't identifying, you don't lose your inner space. And when you can experience, but still don't clutter your inner space, then you'll feel more joy. You'll feel uh, spaciousness. You'll feel love. Yes. You you see, George. This is what I'm telling you. All this power you already have with you. It is only a twist, a change in perception, where you stop identifying. Now, you may have heard me speak about this process, which we call just self-inquiry. I don't want to make a big deal out of that. The inquiry actually is very simple. It is actually what I'm talking about with you, is also an aspect of this inquiry. It just means paying attention to yourself. In the simplest way I can put it to you, George, it means paying attention to yourself. We are paying attention to other things. What comes and goes. We give so much energy to what comes and goes. And you are the most important. Because what comes and goes cannot be perceived, it cannot appear if you are not there to observe its coming and going. Yes. But everybody puts their attention on the movie, on the story. But the weakness of the story, we don't put attention on it. It's just a habit we did not develop. Yes. And I think something is already changing in you that is able to put more attention right just where you are that you are when you start to observe observe means that what is being observed and what is observing there is some distance between them they are not the same thing they may be connection but they are not the same thing because the th the, the thing which is being observed is coming and going the observer is one the objects observed can be many you see, now I want to, do, do you grasp what I'm saying there? Yes, yes, yes. So then you're ready for this question that I'm going to ask you. If everything that you know or perceive or experience is only what comes up in you, either external to your body or internal as thoughts and feelings, emotion and so on, if everything is only an appearance to you, okay, and yes. you are the ultimate person, perceiver or seer of them 
You understand this? Because, for instance, when you're not there consciously, like in deep sleep, nothing appears for you. Yes. When the feeling of I as me is there, then the world appears for you. And you function as the perceiver of that world. Yes. Okay? So yes. my question to you at this point is, can this perceiver who is perceiving everything else, even thought and space, time, relationship, all of these things, can the perceiver be perceived? Yes. Yeah. This question is important. And it's not just to think about it, but to really feel it, to really concentrate on this question. Who is perceiving all of these things? I mean, you may say, it's me, I am perceiving it. But you as what? I want you to find out. I am perceiving it. Who is the I that is perceiving it? Can this perceiver be perceived? I want to know if you follow this question. It's not an easy question. Yes. If it can be perceived, that means that it is tangible, it possesses some quality, if it can be perceived. You see? Isn't it? Even if it's very subtle. If you say it can be perceived, okay? Then I'm going to ask you the next question, which is who will be perceiving even that? And I don't just want a verbal or a mental answer. I just want you to, to stop now because I don't have many questions for you. It's just that this is an important question. And I think that you can use, make use of this question. It's very important. Feel yourself. If you say the perceiver can be perceived, then there must be a subtler perceiver who perceives that perceiver. Yes, I know this question can feel a bit baffling because you're not so you're not so accustomed to this kind of question. You see, because usually the mind wants to give an answer, and the mind has to produce an answer which is kind of objective, and you're not able to produce yourself objectively because you cannot be just an object, because an object cannot perceive itself. It is you who are perceiving the object. But this you who is perceiving even the most subtle thing. I want, when I ask you this question, can this perceiver be perceived? The question is there in order because you often, when you think of yourself, consciously or unconsciously, often we are referring to ourselves like we are this body. I am this body, I am this person in time and space, okay? But something is deeper than that, that is aware of the time and space representation of this sense of self. You are referring to yourself as the, the name and form and context entity, okay? This is what we all do. But there's an awareness of this 
representation of the self. And that awareness of the representation of self, which is a limitation, that awareness is really what you are. It is important to, 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 to bring yourself back to this formlessness, this emptiness, to, because that is what is there. Everything else, this somethingness happens after the nothingness. The nothingness is here. Now, I want to say first, because it's not a first and a second. It is just what is here. That's how awareness is. It's like emptiness. And out of this emptiness, the conscious sense of self comes. And that conscious sense of self comes with the announcement, I am, I exist in this body, I am. And only after this body and the I amness is there, then the personality is the final stage of this projection outward from the self the sense of being a person or personality I just wanted to say this to you because I feel that what I'm sharing with you belongs to you to be heard at least yes. because you. you know it, it you, are, you are here George it's you you are this awareness but you're also this consciousness also which is in the body this, this, this consciousness, which is felt in you as the feeling I, not the George I, just the consciousness I, that I is your, your first expression as manifestation. And then the George aspect of yourself is like the personality and the context and the relationship and the memory, all of that. That's the furthest extension. You see? And then... Further than that is maybe how you can project through your mind and through the ability of imagination how you'd like to be. That's another projection. But what I am trying to bring to you is to reverse your attention to where to your original place, which is timeless and unchanging. And when that is conscious of itself, then all the other aspects of your expression will come under grace. It will be blessed by your seeing. Yeah. This is what this is what is happening, George. Yeah. I, I hope what I've said is not too much for you to hear. No, it, <laughs> no, it's not too much. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's. You are already free. You are already complete. Uh, not in the mind. The mind is never going to be complete. Not through projecting ideas after ideas because it is restless. But each time you recognize that you are the perceiver of the mind, you allow the mind to slow down into your eternal being. And then they become one again. Because when the mind is only externalized as a person, it's always running into the forest of confusion and restlessness but when you remember your original place then the mind becomes attractive to that 
and when the mind comes back into that place initially it's resisting you know it's resisting to come there it's like it's afraid of its original place because it has become sort of accustomed to being out in the world of diversity and so it's a bit afraid to come back to the source and this is the challenge of the human consciousness because you are human and you are divine your original being which is always here more than your person more than your personality your original being is the only constant but your 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 manifest being the, the feeling of presence and of becoming and of personality these are not so stable but through your power through your understanding of yourself you are uh, you you will unite all your powers through your through your awareness through your consciousness and then you can really relax in this world more because nothing will nothing will distort you nothing will overwhelm you or bring your mind into delusion once you've really understood yourself then the mind will not be your master you see yes yes and i i i feel a, i feel a joy to to remind you of this because i cannot help you to be who you already are i i can only show you who you are you see this is not i cannot give you you i can only remind you that you are already okay you are already perfect you know you see but it is but your perfection is not a gift to the mind your perfection lies beyond the mind and the mind is just how you play how you but you have to master that you have to overcome you have to transcend the tendencies and the limitations and the habit of the mind of the human mind you must unite that human mind into your into its origin <laughs> 